Good morning. Deborah Mills here, and this is a podcast about peace and love. And um, in order to promote this, we're trying to build up a important time in our lives so we can get back away from anger, hurt, and impulse. Um, anger, hurt, and impulse, fear, anger, impulse. Whenever we do things out of that, it's going to be the wrong thing. And so we need to try to remember to um, enjoy peaceful days, to spread peace, and to send it out to the universe. I feel like that, you know, we're going to start making this movement. This is your podcast. Please put messages. Please put things in there. And so what we see is a lot of changes are going to come. On DeborahMills.tv, I'm going to put some videos about reading from readings from my books, Old Hippies Never Die, The Return to Peace and Love, so that you can get some stories about that, bring some changes with that, and start to really look at peace and love as families go through crises, chaos, and change, and then come back to each other through peace and love. We have a lot of good changes happening here in our lives. We it's time for change. The the shootings, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Cars don't kill people. Using the cars wrong kill people. Taking away everything out of our lives does not help. But making changes in our own inner spirits, finding peace and love in our own inner spirits is the key here and the importance to starting this movement. It takes one person, it takes you, it takes me, one person, the domino effect. You'll hear me talk a lot about the domino effect because one person, one step at a time is peace and love. I hope you enjoy your day. I hope you go to DeborahMills.tv to hear the snippets of the books as I start as I share them with you. And um, please message here. This is your podcast. How you can make a difference in the peace movement. Have a great and happy Sunday. Know that you are loved. Good morning, Deborah Mills here, and I'm talking about peace and love, peace and love. This is what we want and need in our world right now. I get so many clients, so many people that I talk to as I reach out into the community that are longing for peace, longing for something more in their lives, and it's not anger, anger, hurt, fear. Whenever we do anything out of fear, anger, or impulse, we're going to do the wrong thing. And right now there's so much anger in our country. And we wonder, you know, cars don't kill, drunk drivers do. Guns don't kill, people who are not mentally stable do. Or people who just are pure D.O. mean or angry, anger, anger and fear are co-related. They're two, 
things that are two together. I'm going to read you a little bit out of um, my book, Old Hippies Never Die, The Return to Peace and Love. Um, I'm doing a little bit each time. I'm hoping you listen to the podcast, make comments, leave voicemails, leave messages. If you leave the message, I will read it on the podcast. Old hippies never die. They seem to up and fly to purple moons and brilliant sky where they look back on you and I. They laugh and they play on happy sunny days and giggle endlessly on our ways when all we need is love and peace, making all the fears release into the next coming rain, sending love to end the pain of life. The 1950s ideal family was the middle class married, 2.5 kids, one dog, one cat, white picket fence. First came the father, Mr. J.P. Jones. His name was actually John Paul or James Peter. Simple, easy names, but everyone called him J.P. After doing all the right things, quote unquote, joining the military after high school, He clean-shaven, short hair, no beard. J.P. was ready for his corporate banking, legal, or insurance career. His life was organized, put together properly. Money in the bank, his day was set in a good schedule where he felt proud, strong, as a good husband and father should feel about his life. He loved his family, but working many hours, his family often felt he was aloof at times. He adored his lovely wife who kept the house running perfectly. Mrs. J.P. Jones, Betty, or perhaps Jane, was a stay-at-home mom. Before her husband, children started tumbling out of their beds, she was up fully dressed. Cotton flowered seat, kitten heels, hair styled in a high bun, her pearls at her neck. She made sure her makeup with red lipstick was perfectly done. She always smiled even at the mess the family left on the breakfast table as each one scampered away with a wave, a smile, or a kiss. She had her family ready for their day. Older brother, John Paul Jr., was born exactly one year after the wedding. This way, no one suspected that she was pregnant before the marriage. John Paul Jr. was called Rip by everyone because from the minute he was born, he was rip-roaring, hyper-young child. Later, the nickname came from the muscles as he played football, the star quarterback with the homecoming queen on his arm. Older sister was Debbie or Linda. Full of laughter, life, she was already learning how to be just like mom. She was being taught the skills of cooking, cleaning, sewing in her home ed class at school, as well as dance and manners at Mrs. Emily Smith's School of Social Graces on Main Street. She could walk there after school on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but on other days she had cheerleading practice where Linda was head cheerleader. Younger, she was in line for the Queen's Court at homecoming, so she was excited to find the dress she would wear. Younger brother Peter or Paul was always following his older brother's example, but not quite the athlete that Rip was. Three moments. Sometimes they 
He was more musically inclined, and as all the siblings took piano at Miss May's School of Music. He secretly liked it better than Athelate's, but never ever shared that with anyone. Slightly smaller in size, not as muscular, the competition between the two boys was set on high. Although mothers shouldn't have favorites, Pete was the mom's closest child, standing at her side when baking to beg for the last lick of spoon of batter or frosting. Yes, in the 1950s, raw cookie dough cake batter was consumed and well liked. Small sister, the baby Eileen or Irene, Rini was cute. Smaller, the accident child. Everyone in the family spoiled her. Dressed in her black leather pet Mary Jane's can-can slip under the solid pink dress, bow in her long pigtailed hair, she would play hopscotch at recess with her three best friends. After school, she would walk with Pete to Mrs. Emily's School of Music to take the piano lessons. The older siblings knew she was their responsibility to walk home or to lessons. Each one took the task very seriously, as Rini was J.P., the father's little baby girl. Spark the dog and Simba the cat were mostly outdoor animals, playing ball or yarn, tumbling with the kids in free moments. Free moments didn't come too often because the parents knew that the kids needed to stay busy. Or trouble would definitely come. The family was secure. The family was ideal. Feeling that life was the way families, parents should be, there was a sense of pride in the lifestyle, the middle-class stability of U.S. America. Yet there was a rumbling. Yes, there was a brewing. The time was changing. Yes, there was going to be a revolution. Oh yes, we all know. We want to save the world. That comes from the Beatles, John Lennon, and Paul McCartney, in 1968. The the point to these stories about the middle class family changing did not take away from the peace of the time. This was a big important time because it was so idyllic that. Sometimes things seem too good to be true, and it, there was underbrewing things, things brewing underneath, bubbling up, ready to like a volcano, all squashed down, ready to blow up, so that peace and a movement toward change could come. Peace and love is our most important thing. I hope you're knowing that this story is about the family coming back together after the crisis, after the chaos, after the changes, and still finding peace and love. I hope you have a great Sunday. Send somebody peace. Send somebody love, and you know that you are loved.